back in the saddle. No, God said, let there be pod. And there was. I kind of look hammered. No, you don't. This is how you my look, eyeballs you look, you look, look distinguished. You go, oh, you look, you, yeah, you look a little like <laughs> European businessman. Welcome back, everybody. Most awesome man, Brandon, a sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 210 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at it may be sports podcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon. And with me, as always, putting the madness in March. Most awesome. We're back, baby. This is this is right around the time where we officially started. Right. This is like this oh, is like yeah, pod, right. pod three ish or so, I think. Right. Two oh two oh eight would be four year anniversary. Yeah, two ten. That is we're fucking right in it, yeah. man. Four year and some change. Yeah. Well, we didn't even I knew it always feels like something's coming up. Like we have the two hundredth. I mean, maybe we just decided to fold in the two hundred and the two hundred and eighth, but definitely a little to you, sir, about four years deep of a podcast. Yeah, but this is March. This is our time. This is when Mab sports podcast came out of the womb born into the podcast world four years ago ish somewhere around there but march madness is where that's where we what's our claim to fame yeah i mean i start with like the the sister leola sister yeah. mary sister mary sister leola, sister leola. Yeah. Like leola, yeah. chicago that yeah. that's where yeah. it started started there exactly right i do like that you snuck in a little We're snack break right that there. this week yeah mm-hmm <laughs> Oh man, terrible internet connection. Derby Leola, Chicago, two and a half hour time difference <laughs> that I claimed earlier. Like, not knowing how time zones work, we're co- keeping this train on the track. That's right. Um, what have you been doing, bro? Oh, just busy kids, life, kids' school. <sighs> man, I had to go to a parent teacher uh, conference association thing or whatever. Man. What's going on with that? Oh, it's just, you know, the, the here's the thing. You, you you pay to send your kids to private school, but, you know, it's not always figured out. So you got to you got to go in there and let your voice be heard. I, sp- I had to speak truth to power, B. I had to talk to them and express to them my uh, my lack of excitement about mm. the change of curriculum and the, the course that the school's going. So you got that going on. So we're trying to figure that out. We're trying to buy a house, trying to move, you know, all this other stuff, kid stuff family stuff life stuff and life is crazy b we're from the headlines <laughs> we're doing qb shake em ups i think round three probably since yeah we're from the landlord um you hear about this <laughs> you hear about this many seconds after i said it uh we're gonna do neapolitan showdown we're doing the soundtrack of our lives and then we're gonna finish as we always do with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen We'll see. Your power it starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right. Rip from the headlines. QB shake them up. Uh... Dominoes are falling. First, let's get this covered out of the gate. Um, and Rodgers gets exactly what he wanted, the $150.6 million. He basically just wanted to be the highest-paid player and have everybody just 
worship them and own the headlines for about uh, a week. Is this kind of what you pictured happening at Rogers at the end of the day? I'm a little surprised actually that he, um, that he ended up signing a longer term deal. I thought the, that he was eventually going to want just like cash up front early and get out of there in the next like year or two, but to extend it over the course of, you know, three years, um, I'm actually kind of surprised, but they, like you said, they made him the highest paid quarterback. So maybe that stroked his ego enough to uh, make him feel good about continuing on here in, in, uh, in green B in green Bay. Cause there's certainly some teams that want to make a few moves as we've seen here. Yeah. it's also, there's going to be kind of the last team like on the outside looking in when musical chairs eventually stops and these guys end up places. Um, and we'll get to the second. I do. Yeah. I really agree with you is it's funny. I even think Aaron Rodgers, if there's a better chance to win someplace or go there and build a better team, or maybe even, I don't know, it'd be interesting to me, like the San Francisco situation. Right. Uh, obviously he feels like kind of burnt by them. So maybe not go back there. But I just, I really think Green Bay knew how to speak his language when it's just like, you want to be the highest paid player. Right. Like maybe there's a new Aaron Rodgers too. Maybe he's not a piece of shit anymore. Maybe he's just like that, you know, that um, I'm immune, not Max thing and almost losing his fiance. Like, man, I just kind of shit them awake. Maybe he's just like, you know what? People had a little too much of this dickhead Aaron Rodgers. Like it's time to show like, like a highest paid Wait, are they back? Sorry. To, are, are Shailene and him back together? Yeah, spotted at a wedding together. Ooh. We don't do enough uh, who's dating who talk on this podcast. We, can, we really uh, don't fix that up. We yeah. really do you think so? Wait, do you think that's just not like, <laughs> hey, we already, we already like, uh, yeah, we, we, we already like, we already send in the card together. We're already going together, you know, maybe like one last hurrah, little, little, you know, little fun tale. Like we both want to have, you know, a little fun wedding sex. Yeah, I think I think he might legit like I don't I, I think he's in like into it. I don't think it's a thing because I think both of them have the ego or like the vibe of just being like they they kind of like own in the headlines. So if she didn't want to be about something, if he didn't want to be about something, like he would want to get it out there. It's almost just like this might be his most impressive comeback win. Oh yeah, exactly. It's his it's his table pass this up. Yeah, it's his last fourth quarter comeback. I get it um okay so let's actually get into the shake em up what happened it's hard to see like which kind of domino ranks the highest so let's just do one that kind of lives independently of itself and that's tom brady unretiring you called this a little bit is this story over with tom brady coming back is this just the beginning of how this is going to land or is he just back there in tampa bay and let's try to run it back one more time because this team seems to have at least enough of the pieces yeah, I mean, they made some moves, too. I mean, they, they shored up their offensive line. They traded for Shaq Mason with from the Patriots. Uh, I think they're going to go. I think they signed Russell Gage, a nice little slot addition over there at uh, at wide receiver. So I think, yeah, I mean, I think he saw, like we've talked about, the NFC quarterback situation. Like, who's his competition? And where, yes. you know, where are we, where are we looking at somebody that's going to, like, dethrone me in in the nfc so unfinished business we're not we're not uh tom brady's not done and i think i think they're gonna again i think they're gonna follow the rams model a little bit and be like all right let's who cares about our cat space for the next two or three years like let's spend as much money as we got and you know and try and go at it one more one more round i love the first thing you brought up because it's what i was thinking 
do you think Tom Brady comes back if he plays for like the Las Vegas Raiders? Is it more of just this conference, the door open on and it's just like, all right, like I got to worst case scenario, go on the road and beat Matt Stafford or Aaron Rodgers. And that's what's between me and like getting into another Super Bowl. Like, I think we can pull that off. Yeah, I I 100% think that. I mean, they were so close against the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. I mean, they just won one play over the top defensively, and they were right there in it. So that's got to kind of, for a competitor like Tom Brady, that's got to kind of stick in your craw a little bit to then, you know, you know, have to retire. I almost wonder if he kind of made that decision or made that, you know, that overture to Giselle, to to to, to, to Giselle. That's not the internet connection. Mm-hmm. That's just me. You can't speak. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, like made that promise like earlier in the season or maybe even before the season. Like this is the last one, hanging it up. But you could see him like when he had that interview or not interview that talk with Cristiano Ronaldo. That you could see like it was chewing at him. It's like I don't want to be done. I and I think I think the avenue to get there. If you're still on the Patriots. Maybe he does hang it up because he's like, there's too many young guns and I don't want to be the guy to like yep. just make it in as a wild card only to get dethroned. I don't want that to be a storyline. So the NFC is pretty, pretty wide open at this point. Where is his skill set? Just overall, like kind of like, obviously he's not peak Tom Brady, sure. but it seems like we're never talking about that after that chiefs, like, like chiefs Monday night gamer, that stretch of three games. Like no one's really talking about some of the, the classics things we see, which is, you know, maybe there's a little of not wanting to get hit as much as he used to, but I, the ball seems fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the ball seems fine. I think he, you know, his anticipation, which is, which is how like Drew Brees survived for the last like few years is he could just see it and throw it before, you know, anybody realized what the play design was totally going to be. So I think he, you know, I think he, I think he, um, I've got a visitor on the podcast here. Nice. Uh, say, say, Kamishet, say hello to the, to the world audience audience. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, well, you got to go upstairs because we're talking football. Unless you have anything to add about Tom Brady. I don't know anything about Tom Brady. You don't know. You don't know that he's the greatest of all time. Uh, no. No. Okay. Well, he is, and he forever will be. Don't let anyone tell you differently. And you got to go upstairs because Daddy's got to do a podcast. Okay. All right. Love you. Love you. Um, little yeah. There you go. All grown's up. Eight eight year old. Just look at that. Yeah. Getting mic time. I like it. This is really bull in a That's china right. coming no. in here. Um, but I think like uh yeah, the ball seems yeah, fine. Right? A little MA, MA parenting tip. <laughs> right, exactly. The ball seems fine. Yeah, I think he could do it. I mean, what let's look wants. at like um, yeah, it was. I mean, we are going through that. We're going through that satellite delay now. Hilarious. I'm just gonna, I'm not stopping talking. I'm gonna bull through this point. Um, yeah, so we saw it. I mean, there's just been some QBs that overstayed their welcome, and are we just in a collision course on that i think it just got to where everyone's afraid to count tom brady out and it's kind of left the conversation where it seemed like that was the first thing we were talking about heading into like um probably the most recent was just with like drew Brees. like there was the honest like whispering question of like the deeper dive like you know the second block of all the talk shows would be it's just like are the saints like better without drew Brees? which sounded insane but you watch them it's just like yeah i mean they're kind of like uh they lost a little bit but yeah mm-hmm. don't don't see that with tom brady it would be interesting. Interesting if we see that clip dive. All right. Um, Carson Wentz to the Washington 
Commanders. A mediocre quarterback, mediocre team name. What are you expecting here? Yeah, I mean, it's so funny that a team who, like the Colts, trade away Carson Wentz for basically draft picks. They're the ones that everyone is like, oh, the Colts won that deal for like a second and a third, or I think it was like two two seconds maybe. Like they won that deal. And it's like, oh, wait, but they're without a quarterback. Like who who's the quarterback for the Colts right now? So it's 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 just speaks to like how the, everyone's opinion of Carson Wentz these days. Yeah, so weird. I mean, it's like kind of that same Kirk Cousins. I, I think he's just been around it. I, I think um oh, what's his name in Vegas was going around with it for a while, but he seems to be Derek pretty, Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr, like locked in there now. It's just like, hey, is you know, like being nine and eight or eight, nine every year, like good enough for you. Where I don't see Carson Wentz like that. Like Carson Wentz, I wouldn't like. I'm interested to see why I think Carson Wentz could like raise a little havoc in this NFC East. And especially like how we saw him just tamper down the turnovers in the the last half of last season. Yeah. I mean, he's got some young offensive weapons. The defense is pretty good. Um, I think it's one of those things where on first looks, it's going to be, it's going to feel a lot worse than what it actually is. I think I'm with you. I'm not totally out on him you know, um, as a quarterback altogether, like I think he can have moments. And I also kind of think very similarly, a lot of people are kind of poo-pooing this move as well too. And I'm kind of want to put this in the same camp as like, you know, like bruised fruit, but like is Mitch Trubisky not the worst signee of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Is this not like a terrible spot for them to like pick up like a somewhat athletic quarterback in a much more stable environment than Chicago? with a running game and wide receivers, like, is this not maybe a better spot for Trubisky too? First of all, uh, first of all, I love just the segment, like last bruised fruit in the basket on the MAB sports podcast, where we just talk, <laughs> talk about it. Just like, Hey, it's still a fruit in that basket. Don't yeah. overlook it. Don't judge a book by its cover thing. Um, I missed this Mitch Trubisky to the, the Steelers, Steelers thing. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to it. Um, I do, um, Wentz, I, if he's AFC, I could see how the Colts are kind of moving. And you know, there's whispers. I mean, I heard this. I don't know how much it is, but like of Baker Mayfield to Indianapolis. Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of that too, right? So the I think the domino, you said you didn't want to call it on like, what's the domino? I think the next real domino is Deshaun Watson and what happens in Houston. Where he yeah. goes could send a trickle down effect of all the quarterbacks because Baker really in a very odd, I don't think I've ever seen a QB or any player currently on the roster, basically write like a preemptive goodbye letter, which is very odd. was very odd. So it definitely seems like they're moving on from him and the Colts would be, you know, a good stopgap place to pick up a guy like Baker. Cause he's, I think he's, similar intangibles as uh Carson Wentz you know and it's like maybe I don't but that seems like such a lateral move for the Colts I don't I don't really see like it's not I don't see them getting any better yeah unless you're trying to like uh, I don't stockpile draft picks or do some sort of I don't know why I think this is acceptable like I don't think it is but part of me is just first of all I need to say this I need to say like the Wentz ceiling is high to me than kind of any of these guys obviously besides Tom Brady but we're talking about kind of shuffling around or on this Wentz level like I think if he really gets up there like he can really 
like player to be interesting if he can kind of control his game a little bit. I would take that over like Mayfield just kind of like putting balls in the dirt and just like, oh, like just putting on that. I'm trying really hard face. And it's just like, yeah. we ain't trying hard enough. Like, what? like I would definitely. And it, Wentz is just kind of more excited to watch. I mean, but I guess if you are the Colts or any of these AFC teams, we keep going back to it, but it is so stacked where it's just like, you, you got to go for broke. I mean, we've talked about it. You got to go for these Deshaun Watson signings. You got to do, got to do something that you just hope like cross your finger breaks in your favor. Cause even if you're talking about getting like a young guy and it's kind of bringing him up. So you're just, you're admitting defeat for at least like the next three seasons, like not making it past, like maybe winning a playoff game. Right. Yeah. I, I, I do agree with you on the ceiling. I, would you take, well, here's the thing. If you're, if you're the Colts, would you pursue Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield? Uh, probably Jimmy G. Yeah, I, mean, I would um, too. The track, the track record's there a little bit more. Uh, it seems like he, he has sparks of, we're not saying brilliance, but we're saying we have sparks of like getting it and a little bit better than like a ball manager and at least can put the ball where he wants to. I mean, it's like, you know, that, that playoff run last year was good. I mean, he had a couple games against the Rams this year. That was super impressive. Or I guess two years ago, I guess the chiefs was good, but uh, yeah, I would, yeah, I would, I would take Garoppolo. Yeah. That's me. So I don't, I mean, Baker is kind of, for me, is kind of like a man without a home right now, you know, and I, and I, and I don't see a, a competitive team like the Colts really making a run at him. I think if you can't get Deshaun Watson, your next move is to, is to, to ring up Jimmy G and see if you can get like a, a two, another two for 50, like two for $50 million, two years, $50 million deal. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Um, because son Watson, I, is there any other, I was going to say about Baker. I don't know. It left me. We're going to anything. Uh, so Tyrod Taylor, um, going to the New York giants. I mean, there still have any shot at winning out this starting job. Yeah. I, it's not, it's not a, um, it's not a, uh, you know, bit of confidence for Daniel Jones, especially because I don't think they're going to pick up his fifth year option. And Tyrod Taylor is going to be like the Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, you're going to bring him in. Same with Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater and uh, Tyrod yeah. Taylor have like taken the Fitzpatrick mantle of like quality veteran backup that's sne- sneakily going to snake your job. You know yeah, yeah I mean? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's this backup that will just like you go out like just because you like twist your ankle and you're yep. out like two games with a high ankle sprain. And then they just go on a 2-0 winning streak when they came in and you're like, you know, like one and three. And they're just like, oh, we'll let them just kind of feel we're going to let right. we're going to really, really let Daniel Jones ease back into this. So let's yeah. give him a couple more weeks off. And all of a sudden, like. Tyrod Taylor's on a six game winning streak and it's right. just got the starting job. Absolutely. It's absolutely what happens. Right. Same thing. And in, in, in Miami to uh, uh, they signed Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm just yeah. like, Oh man, we've seen this basically to the AFC East and then NFC East, these quarterbacks, these high, you know, lottery pick quarterbacks are kind of maybe not cutting the mustard and, and teams are like, well, we need to, we need a, a solid veteran to help mentor the young guy. And it's like, nah, this is, <laughs> this is you shuttling him on the way out. Yeah, you just got bargain. Hey, what what's your take on? Here's what I can know. You said Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield. You know, it kind of comes down to me. It's just like, which one's a better like locker room guy? Like, I feel like I don't know anything about Jimmy G like in the locker room, and to me, that must mean he's a cool hang. Yeah. Oh, that's a good right. The absence of chatter must yeah. mean he's a good dude for sure. Right. 
Yeah, because I think it let it slip out, especially if you kind of get that close or you feel like your team's kind of underperforming after they went to the Super Bowl. Then you kind of, you know, the defense starts to kind of float these things out there like he doesn't sit with the team or like, you know, just like goes the goes off to dinner by himself. And we don't hear any of that. So it just likes to crack wise. Yeah. I, yeah, I like it. I think I mean, he obviously like was in the camp, got was mentored by Tom Brady himself. Right. So he's got a little bit of that. Then he goes yeah, to Sam. Sure. So, no, he was he was he was mentored on "Say the fuck away from me" by Sean right, Brady. Right, right, right. He was mentored just like don't unpack your luggage or buy a house, my friend. <laughs> He's right. around very right, long. Right, right, right. So he he he, but he had to figure out how to fit in in that locker room, right, with Tom Brady. Yeah. So he kind of learned some things. Look, Jimmy G. I'm not gonna lie. He's a handsome quarterback. He's definitely up yeah. there in the Flacco realm. That's got to get do. you some bonus points <laughs> in the locker room. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sometimes that breaks a tie for yeah. sure. Uh, all right, Russell Wilson to Denver. Ooh, okay, let's let's just take this take this from the beginning. Already, it felt like it was over in Seattle. This is probably one of the least surprising quarter uh, big moves from quarterbacks. We knew he w- he was gonna leave. What I don't get is like, why the fuck would you want to go to Denver? Everything to me about part of why Russell Wilson wanted to leave is because Mister Unlimited. I can't even get I can't even fucking get through that. He wanted to leave to actually be, you know, like build some kind of brand or something. Number one, is that possible in Denver? I don't know. Just Denver doesn't have that market brand to me at all. And number two, this is uh, this is the worst fucking division to go to. If you yes. if you want to win a chip, like this is just a really, really bad call. What yeah, the the hardest pathway to go. I mean, I think he was, you know, Russell was limited. He was he was Mr. Limited and where he could yeah. go. Just there you go. We got it, baby. Just with all the cap space stuff that that gets to it. So, but I I don't know. I mean, I, I guess they've got a young running back. I guess they've got a halfway decent offensive line. I was sure, trying to like, yeah, it's it's not a ter- it's not a terrible team to go to if right. you you know do want to do. Even though I feel like I don't know some of those weapons in Seattle at least like. Last year, maybe it was two seasons ago. It seemed like there was enough that maybe the, the defense kind of wasn't what it used to be. Right. It seemed like a lot enough weapons that I mean, I know they were like churning through running backs, but yeah, it just seems like I mean, I love I love that Denver uh, squad, even if it's in like the AFC South. Like throw throw me there. Like I love it in the NFC, but it's just like I mean, you really got to look at this. Like, what are you trying to do right now? I know you really wanted to get out of there. I know like opportunities were limited on what you control and where you would go. But it's just like, if any part of your thing was like, I want to wear a chip or like, I want to win a chip and not wear a coat. Like these are, you made two big swings and misses. Right. Yeah. I, um, I just don't, I agree with you. If you want to go to the AFC, like, again, the the Colts are the place to go. I feel like that's the most ready-made spot for them to go. Where you could plunk in, they've got some good young offensive weapons. The defense is good, so I just don't understand. Like now, you're going to literally the most difficult division, um, and they gave up a fair amount of draft capital in order to do so. I'm, I'm, I'm certain the the Denver Broncos offer had to have been the best on the table, along with Russell, like basically conning himself into thinking that this place is going to be the best spot for him. And, and I, you know, aside from Peyton Manning, right. When they did this, this last time, I don't know if this is like the same kind of like 
perfect fit for Russell Wilson to go back in and immediately become like a Super Bowl contender. I'm not quite seeing it there. I think this is te- a team that in Denver that's developing and learning how to win where the last time I think that they were just like a quarterback away with, with Peyton. So I, I don't know if like he, if Russell Wilson conned himself into thinking like, this will be my Peyton Manning moment and I'll get shipped here. And I'm going to go back to this, get a Super Bowl. That's a great point, Rob. That's a great point. Great point. Uh, Cause here's what it is. Like you need a team, you know, you plug them into the Vikings, you know, the Vikings moved on from Kirk cousins, Kirk cousins go to Carolina or something. Like you get Russell Wilson, like that team can win. Now, you know what it is? Like you need at least exposure to like, you know, uh, upper tier quarterback, not like quarterback that's out of this world, but like, it's really hard to roll into like a drew lock Bridgewater ran team and be like, Oh, Hey, this is what I can do. This is, this is what, you know, a, a top tier and a, at least at one time NFL quarterback can do. And they just changed their, their coach too. So it's a totally different coach. They fired Vic Fangio. It's, you know, it's so the, the team is in a little transition and I just don't, I just don't see it. I mean, he must really have wanted out bad out of Seattle, yeah, some of that. you know, mm-hmm. so there's some of that, but like, man, I, I, I love everything that the Colts are doing and maybe they're the Colts were just too conservative because they've got, they've, they've literally every off season have the most cap space. They've been very good at drafting pretty smart with some of the trades that they moved. My guess is the Colts probably made an offer for them, but, they got overwhelmed because fucking Elway and the Broncos were like, fuck it. We're just gonna, we're going to get our quarterback. We're going to get some, somebody that we can, you know, hang the tent pole from. And, uh, and it's going to be fucking Russell Wilson, because I don't see why from a playing standpoint, I don't see why Russell Wilson isn't his man, his agent and manager isn't like forcing them. If he wants to go AFC to the Colts. I don't understand it. Yeah, that would, that would have seemed, I mean, you at least get a division win. Possibly we saw it happen this year. Like maybe you end up like the number one seed and then yeah. people are going through you and at least you can, you know, that's a different conversation. Yeah, I mean, you must just have that ego where it's just, you know, and, and I get it too. I'm sure if you're one of those quarterbacks, because we wouldn't put it past, you know, Aaron Rodgers. We certainly didn't put it past Tom Brady, although I think Tom Brady was smart enough to, you know, know where he's going. But there's there's this ego, like even on like a shitty team or like a young team figuring out, it's just like, Oh, I'm the missing piece. Like, this is what they need. They need, need to kind of lead the way. Man, it'd be interesting if, like, changing the narrative on John Elway, if there was any chance of this Denver team kind of going deep in the playoffs, which a lot of weird things would have to break. I mean, it's not, it's not impossible, you know, to see them in the divisional round. But still, it would be like, uh, like, famously can't pick a rookie quarterback, but he is the guy that picks up the, like, almost going to retire just at least – older quarterbacks that already had their main career somewhere else to try to win a chip here real fast on their way out. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking, I'm talking like Russell Wilson. I mean, what is he like 36? No, he's a little young. He's a little younger, but 33, but still 33. 33, Yeah. So, but yeah, he's, he's creeping, he's creeping up on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, All right. The last one you had, Ooh, what a fun, am I missing any this uh, what's still left? What are the dominoes left? I know you wanted to see the Deshaun Watson thing. Any ideas like who's having meetings with him right now? I mean, is like Watson in Cleveland a, a chance? Is it going to be an AFC team like we've been hammering for like 15 right. weeks to just take a lottery ticket, see how the chips fall? Yeah, uh, I think it's the 
it's the AF. They won't. He won't go in the AFC North. Like the 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 Houston Texans have made it all but clear that they won't trade him anywhere in division. So Indianapolis was totally out of it. Um, but they were definitely looking at Cleveland. Uh, and then I've heard Panthers, Atlanta that they were meeting with, and then New Orleans kind of hanging around there. But New Orleans just their their cap situation is just too too fucking messy for that to happen. So, you know, it's really going to come down to cap space. And I think Cleveland and Carolina probably are going to be the two best spots. Carolina, you know, maybe you've got a little, you know, getting kind of closer to hometown, play, play college at Clemson. I know that's South Carolina there in North Carolina, but still it's kind of all in the same region, you know? So I, I don't know. It'd be very interesting. I don't personally, the way, it's all kind of sounding the way that Baker was immediately reacting after uh, Watson had met with the Browns makes me feel like there's got to be a little bit more, you know, fire than just smoke and rumors. So I think Cleveland makes the most sense. And then that puts, you know, Baker out there floating around along with, with Jimmy G, you know, you you feel like he's floating around. You don't think this Indianapolis thing with Baker Mayfield is a done deal. You think it's just speculation? Yeah, I think I, I think it's I think it's speculation because I think, you know, the Colts, like I said, I think that they're pretty conservative. They traded Wentz with no backup plan, so yeah. maybe they they had to have been trying to go after. My guess is trying to make the thing to move and go after Wilson, or or even Rodgers. I don't think that that clearly panned out the way that they were hoping. So then it's like, all right, well, what's the next tier? The next tier is Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G. You know, just looking at maybe they make a move for Matt Ryan. That would be a very interesting move too. Atlanta has been, you know, having some talks about trying to move, move Matt Ryan as well too. They've restructured his deal. So now it becomes a lot more, it's not totally favorable, but it's a lot easier to move that, you know, in that Jared Goff range where a couple yeah. firsts and a couple things like that. It's just, it's, it's, it's questioning if the Colts want to move that, those assets to do it. I, I think that that's, I think that that is like, if you want a veteran quarterback and Matt Ryan, that's a move to go, but man, the AFC is fucking loaded right now. So big. Yeah. I was going to ask you right now, like what you thought about, like, would you take like Matt Ryan for two years over whatever situation you have with golf right now? In Detroit? Yeah. Um, No, not, I mean, not honest, honestly, no, because Goff is costing less than what Matt Ryan is. And we're not, he's not our quarterback for the future. We have no, like the, the, the roadmap for the lions is, is rebuild through the draft and be smart and build through the offensive line, get some, you know, they signed DJ Chark and in, in the off season, which is another good deep threat. So it's their, their thing is trying to, in the next year or two, this draft or next is trying to find a quarterback. It'd be very interesting to see if they draft the quarterback or not, but I don't think that they're going to, they're not going to go after a, a flashy quarterback free agent uh, unless they fucking totally go over for in the draft class in the next two years. Oh, all right. Uh, the last one, you don't hate Trubisky and Pittsburgh. I don't, I don't dislike think- it. All right, you heard it here first. Way to sum it up, bro. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing, right? He was in a terrible situation um, in Chicago as a rookie, but I think, like, yeah, you know, he 
he is an above 500 record as a quarterback. Let's just put it out there right now. You know, better INT to, you know, turnover ratio. He's got some mobility, goes to Buffalo, sits on the bench. You know what I mean? Learns another program. Now he's going to, like, I would say probably one of the more stable spots, coaching-wise at least, in Pittsburgh. We know their defense basically carried them. They've got a young running back in Najee Harris, some good wide receivers, you know, maybe attitude adjustment yeah. with with Clay Poole. You know, it, if they can insulate the line and just give him some some easy plays to go and 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 figure himself out, it's not not the not the dumbest thing in the world for them for two years for fourteen million bucks. Feels like hey, this is going to be like a surprising little move. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it doesn't really cost him that much to get like a a starting level, a potentially starting level quarterback for $7 million a year. Still crazy to me that Mitch Trubisky makes $7 million a year. Isn't it? Isn't it wild? All that we've seen. Like, I thought if you told me, it's just like, yeah, how much does Mitch Trubisky make a year? And I'm just like, I would guess he pays like $650 a game to play. Like, he's just like, you got to see me again. Here's my entry fee. <laughs> right, exactly. Check me out. We need your we need your cleat <laughs> rental. Your, your cleat rentals due. <laughs> <laughs> you can pay for your parking. Um, all right, jumping. You hear about this? You hear about this, bro? We all know I get my news from no other source out here in France than that old Yahoo headlines. Always hitting those to keep abreast of what's going on the last three weeks. Beautiful. Um, right. Experts warn against using dicing hand dryers in public restrooms on your hair and frankly, even to dry your hands. They say it spreads more germs than you're getting rid of. Uh, how are you in a situation of leaving a public restroom? Are you like on the sleeve on your hand, like open the doorknob? Like how, how do you, how do you get out? How do you escape? You're not touching anything. No, no. You're like I'm a man. Like I'll yeah. be fine. Like what's your, what's your email? Yeah, it does make sense. Like the, so the, the, hand dryer is the grossest thing because you can feel it like yeah the dice the dice i think it's the blade one yeah the blade one yeah that that one felt like it was a little bit better versus the old school like hit it and then put your hand under there to dry it you know what i'm saying like you hit it and put your because that just felt like i was just blowing yeah. the dirty water onto right. my feet um but the dyson hand one the little like dipping that one in yeah that's gross because that's that's a real like bomb diffusing situation because i always feel like i'm very nervous to tap the sides of it and god knows what like you know corona x variant is in that thing so you know sure yeah it's also they're they're kind of they're kind of narrow also so when you get your hands in there you're always you always feel like there's the chance like it could like you bump and then you're touching things with defeats it do you remember do you remember like I, this was like in the bars as a kid like my grandpa would take me to or like you yes. heard me right. The, yeah, Bars right. as a kid, my grandpa would take <laughs> follow along with the story. Yeah, the little keep up. <laughs> yeah, the the kitchen towelette or whatever. Yeah, that was on like the infinite loop. Yeah, that shit was bonkers. That is wild. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it was like, what do you mean I'm drying off with a cloth? Even like my little seven-year-old brain was like, this ain't gonna work out. That's like the medical equivalent of like bloodletting, um, bloodletting and like leeches. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, no, the dirty part will just spin back around and it'll dry and be fine after that. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. 
the seven second delay yeah, yeah, it's, really it's killed I'm using that the joke. other side the not the, yeah it's the uh <laughs> it's only crash and burn like everyone's listening and they're just like man did most awesome and brandon lose it and i guess it's like yeah because i even stopped for silence and i was just like man please say he's coming right behind me with something and nope it was just <laughs> silence there you go <laughs> silence um all right try to get through this um lebron james throws basketball at defenseless scotty barnes you hear about this you see this you i see this? this i saw this it's a bit aggressive yeah a little aggressive um is there anything we need to do to get rid of this like micro game of dodgeball that happens like just <laughs> like once every three basketball games or is it just like um, i don't know part of doing business I think it's part of doing business. It is, um, I think it's one of those things where it's like, there's a little, like, that's one of the unwritten rules of the game. It's like, you don't want to like rocket the basketball off some dude's chest or forehead. You're, you're trying to go knees and ankles, you know, something that's not really going to hurt you or hurt somebody, but man, uh, LeBron had some fucking bad intentions when he yeah. cranked up on that one. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a little, it's a little too much, not necessarily. It also shows, like, I don't, it's just, you're losing your cool. Like, it's what we talked about, like the Aaron Rodgers, like the trying a little too hard. It's just like, yeah, I can really do this. Like, it's my league. And that's always what kind of the old dude that's losing the crown, like, kind of turns into. And it's just, it's not a good look. Yeah, a little, it's, little it's bit a real, of bullying. It's a real Space Jam 2 of out-of-bounds plays. Yeah. Ooh, I nailed that joke. Yep, there you go. <laughs> um. I'm I'm, wa- I'm waiting for this Zoom to catch up because I'm going to tell you this. I have to tell you this. Okay, are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Usually there. <laughs> We're having be fun, people. I'm gonna fun. say I'm gonna okay. have to start. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Go oh, for man. it. Okay. Uh, magician swindles Walmart cashier out of thousands um so in the trick the person uses a sleight of hand trick while counting out their change to pocket the money police said and then the person you know as you count your change you're just like oh i was shorted because you you hid like part of it and then he just gets more and more magic tricks for it if you could have a magic power what's the worst thing that you would use it for the worst thing i would use it for well that answer would be different at different ages of my life for sure. Um, but I think like the magic power that I would use, sure. I think is the most yeah. is stopping time. I would stop time dead in its tracks. And then I, if I had that, I'd be able to cheat on any assignment. Right. I just, every, every test would be an open book test that I had every like work project would just be done right before it needed. Like the deadline is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I would stop time. And, and that would be, that would be the extent I would just cheat and swindle. Uh, I probably would end up stealing money. That's for sure too. If I could just go through and just start pilfering people's pockets. I don't know. Maybe not that. Maybe I would go to like make my way through Amazon and be like, Jeff Bezos, write this check, cut me a, a, a $999 million check. You're not going to notice it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point because I think I was going to say like beat hangovers, but that's kind of what we're talking about too because it would just be like stop time and then you would just exercise, do whatever you got to do to get it done with. 
or but then do you just stop time and like keep the party going so who knows like it's all like with great power comes great responsibility that that would that would be too much but i do i do like your like stopping time because that pretty much gives you the hack to anything but then i think what happens is when i thought through this you would end up being older yes like by the time like i would stop time so many times that like i'd be walking around 39 but i'd stop like a total of 20 years of time by the time i got up to this point so i actually looked like 59 so it was just like damn he looks like shit yeah you you benjamin button yourself into you know all this cool stuff <laughs> yeah come on baby oh, give man, it to me, okay um uh neapolitan showdown bring us to the jam so let's leave it alone Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me And we just disagree Um, all right, bro. Neapolitan Showdown. Three different was well, soundtrack of our lives. So this was brought up by last week's guest. I know you probably, guys are probably getting all these podcasts back to back to back. Oh yeah. What's this? What do you got here? Oh, oh I'm, gonna, I, oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play some music. Don't don't look at the title. Oh, you're going. Okay, playing jams. I was like yeah. bold. I know. I to... Okay, so um, I wanted to really so, yeah, fuck so, with the technical uh, Andrew, portion Andrew... of this. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, great, great move. Great to roll this out for. Andrea talked about this uh, last time that she had two for us. We did the um, whatever the, the Canadian fun facts, which was a blast. This one that you want to do like a little bit more music based. Uh, so the soundtrack of our lives, but it's basically it's a movie about our lives. And you have three different songs at birth. There's a song, the climax of your life. There's a song. And then you just have a closing song, kind of the let's wrap it up like this is the last song. Yes, yeah. encompasses the story. I like it. I like you it. get it. Do you I get totally what we're get doing? It. Yeah, I totally get it. All right. Yeah, for sure. It took me a minute okay. to, to Google Climax and understand what I was talking about, but I got it. I'm with it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Someone was gonna have to take a swing at that. Might as well. I thought it was gonna be the listeners, but it's my pod partner. So perfect. Right. Um, okay, so birth song. What do you got? I'm going to go. You can see it up here right now. I'm going to go with Good Day, Nappy Roots. Have you heard this song before, B? Do you know this song? Ooh, I don't know. A, Hit me with it. So this song. Little fun, little snappy fingers. Right? You know, got a nice little yeah. jam here. Got a good little. I can't. You have to sing it. Like, I legit can't hear it. It's not playing. For oh, you, you can't so hear sing, it? Just sing me a little bit of it. Oh, you legit yeah, can't it might hear be, it? It might be laying in your recording. It could now. be. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think we've. This happened to us. It's before. gonna be a good day, and all my brothers gonna ride today. Ain't nobody gonna die today. Hey, yeah, Ooh. I like it. You like, I like that. it? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think that's good energy. It's just like introducing you out into the world, and it's just like it's a good day. Like everybody's kind of into it. Um, so this has to have like a start me up vibe. This is it. Kind of has like, I don't know. You don't want to go full jock jam but you mm. want some song that kind of feels like the kickoff of being like at an NFL stadium. I had a let's go by trick daddy. Do you know this one? Let's go by trick daddy. Hold on here. I don't think I know. Yeah, I think I know this yeah. one. Let's see if I can bring this up. I'll bring this up. Oh uh, yeah. Play on your end. 
Yeah, yeah keep playing them on your end just in case they're there. And if not, they'll just be another huge gap, which will be right <laughs> on brand for this episode. Well, I'm going to try and play it through this one, and then I'm going to I'm through yeah. my other audio and see what it was. So we've got here with Trick Daddy. Maybe this will play loud enough. Oh, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Can I remember that one time? Oh, yep, there it is. Uh oh. Heard this? I have heard this. Yeah. I like yeah, this. yeah. Yeah. All right. So, they, yeah, that's it. It's just like, let's go. It's like, be Delaney on this planet. Get fired up. Clink a glass. It's party time. He's arrived. Let's go. I like, I like that we both chose ones that are a little like upbeat. Let's get it going. Let's yeah. party, party down, yeah, yeah, party yeah. time. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm with it. I'm with this because I, I like, I like the idea that both of our lives are starting out with a bang. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to come in like as a tough hang. You're just gonna thing around it. It's like, what's up? It's that time. Um. All right, number two. Okay, this is climax of your life. So I don't think this is you dying per se. Like it's just like I don't. You kind of you just top the mountain. You know, I know, I know you're topping mountains daily, taking big swings, crushing them, crushing them. Yeah. What's that song? What's that top in the mountain? So mine is going to be the cinematic orchestra to build a home. Let's see here. Do you know this song, B? Oh, you fired it up. Hmm. I want to. this is me triumphantly finishing something and it builds and eventually builds i'm trying to skip through this is where it builds right triumphant me winning defeating, that's good defeating the people and it's about building a home yeah which is which is a little symbolic to me and my my wife and kids and all that stuff I like it. It's a good song. It'll mm-hmm. get you. It'll get you a little tear jerky. This is me standing out in the rain, right? Like fighting for my wife's affection or something like that. You know, when they get back together, when we get back together in the in the movie, we we never broke up. We were always together. But I, in the I movie like, of our I like lives, that a lot. Yeah, because it has. You know, you didn't go straight like oh, like Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm there. Um, I'm gonna go. Make this go on forever by the Snow Patrol. I like the Snow. Make this go on forever, I Snow do. Patrol. I like the Snow Patrol. I almost had a Snow Patrol song on here. Let's fire this up. Yeah, I'm- okay, yeah, and then you gotta, yeah. So feel a little bit, and then if you go to the end, like I like this song too because it like it kind of doesn't have like a. Like a typical chord. It's like the, the it's like a choir behind him now, just like all fired up. That's it. Man. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like you. it. It's a good song. Yeah, you need kind of a song that starts out like a little slow, and then it's just like then the song's really, it's just the song's ready to fuck. Just yeah, like, let's go. That's the, that's totally good. There's I had a lot of songs on there that I was like, this would be good scenes in a movie right 
Like I yeah. really, I let, you know, the, I love the far side. If you remember the, the little console bracket, the far side that she keeps on passing me by, she keeps on passing me by. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. I love that song. Um, Empire of the sun walking on, a, walking on a dream. Walking oh, that's really good. Yeah. I love that song. Ooh. Yeah. It's such a, that reminds me of like LA so much, you know, like just being yeah. in the car, the windows down. I love feeling that. Yeah. And then um, Little Black Submarine by, um, oh shit. They're all on my phone. I, oh, little thing. These all songs are on my phone. These are not, these songs are not, in, in, no U2 songs that they, when they force put their songs on, on your phone. Remember that way back in the day with Apple? Oh yeah. No, yeah, no that U2 one song. U2 song. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Little Black Submarine uh, is a great song. And that, was, that song just fucks. Yeah, it's good jams. Um, yeah, I had something that I really you got to take a, a little look at the lyrics, though, just to make sure it's on it's on brand for what you yeah. want to say for this climax. You're just like, oh, this song's rocks. And it's just about like I failed, like I lost everything. It's just like, all right, I got to check out the, <laughs> the branding a little bit on this jam that I still love. But it means something different when I'm throwing it in my movie. Right. For sure. <laughs> right, close, yeah, yeah. Closing song where in the tragedy in the success story that turns into tragedy when we're wrapping up most awesome what are we closing it down with i'm closing it out with dire straits brother in arms oh oh yeah wow that's great that's great i did i did notice that all my songs take a minute to warm up it's kind of like me it's kind of like me (laughs) i had to say it twice kind of like me they get one this one even on delay kind of like me i don't know if you guys got that kind of like me uh, oh you're hearing me a little bit faster now yeah this this is i've seen this in a movie too i think it was with like bruce willis it's such a badass song yeah I'm not a, you know a dire straits to, you know whatever on them but this song fucking rocks and this is yeah, a good, like close out of my life song yeah i think dire straits was like my favorite band in high school like romeo and juliet and just like like a lot of a lot of jams oh yeah um what's uh, have you watched the west wing uh yeah yeah i've seen the west wing so one of the big, I think it's like the season two finale or season three finale. I think it's when like the, like the, the gunman episode or whatever, like I know spoilers, but they, they play this at the end of like one of the seasons and it's, it's wild. Yeah. It's such a good, good movie song. Good brother in arms. Yeah. Um, my closing song is band of horses, the funeral. I'm staying super on the nose here, but this song is about the most efficient way that you can deliver melancholy to a set of eardrums. Yeah, I see the, I see the credits rolling right now. Brandana's mm-hmm. life, little pictures, little vignettes of your life here. <laughs> yep, yep. There's that... The- there's there's that time where you and I had a podcast and there was a seven second delay on everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's it's just this video of you saying a hilarious joke, laughing, and me just straight faced for seven seconds, and then just like laughing, just like yeah. What a guy! What, what a, a guy! What a guy! Seven seconds later, in I like it. Moment and seven seconds later. I'm I'm um, I'm glad. Real quick, I'm glad that she didn't put this on us because this took me a second to figure out. Because I was like, "Oh, what's that song? Let me go through my phone." Yeah, she was, like a, no, yeah, 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 yeah. She was, she was wise. It's uh, to, for this one to have really have the way. Like she was smart. The improv one is good in like real time, and to have really have the way. Like, let me look at these jams and just let you know the three that just give the 
arc of my life, especially that climax one in the middle there. Um, all right, bro, we're going to give the, you did play DJ for this. So we're going to give you the W and you're going to realize it. Now I got it now. I got it now. Oh, nice. I think we're back. Are we back a little bit? Do we? Oh, you're going to be too exciting. Just run this back. Yeah. I mean, we are kind of community. I'm like, I'm literally walking around trying to stand right next to this. There you go. This is like the, the old antenna days. You're like, this is the best spot. (laughs) It's exactly what it is. Oh, we're, we're too. There's no delay now. We're fucking. Is there no delay? We're cooking, baby. (laughs) We're fucking cooking. 40 minutes in. Get to that MVP. That's right. Um, No more squiggly lines on this face. No brandana. We're going to do brandana corner. Gambling Corner for the March Madness or no? Uh, no, we got to do, we'll do another podcast and yeah, I don't, I don't have those up. Let me take a deeper right. dive. No, you're fine. Yeah, I'm, That's fine. I'm so well, to luck with it. It, it, the, it kicks off on Thursday. So we're, we're going to, we'll look at sweet 16 odds. We will look at sweet 16 odds. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about like first one. It's going to be us going back and forth. I mean, unless you have any, do you have a deep sleeper? Loyola Chicago again? Loyola Chicago might be pretty good. Uh, I don't have any deep sleepers. Loyola Chicago is a good team. St. Mary's is a good team. Uh, but I, if we're looking at future odds, look yeah. very long and hard at Kentucky. I think I saw them around plus 800. Uh, Kentucky's mm-hmm. a very good team this year. Just putting it out there real quick. little impromptu. little impromptu. Game I like it. No, look, yeah, no, no. I'll look at these odds real fast. NC tournament odds. I mean, everyone's got Gonzaga, probably the perennial favorite. Arizona's I mean, what's up go- there. When did Gonzaga win? It was the last year. They went, to, they went to the finals last year. They've never won it. They went to the finals last year and got dusted by Baylor, but they won last oh, year man. or they went to it last year. Um, okay. Baylor is in there too. I don't know. I don't think Baylor's going to be, I mean, Kansas obviously is up there as well, you know, but I think, you know, a team like Kentucky, man, they, they may be one of the, the better players, Oscar Trishwebe. I'm going to pronounce his name really fucked up. So sorry. But he's a fucking rebound mm-hmm. machine terror, averaging 15 rebounds a game. Had like 28 rebounds. Uh, he's a transfer from uh, West Virginia. Um, defensive stopper. I think they've just got a lot of like good players in and around there. So I, I, I'm big on defense this year. Uh, I like the defensive teams, the teams that can lock you up. Because I feel like there are some teams with so much transferring and so much like young guys trying to carry the teams. You need a team that can just like get a stop, get a takeaway. And uh, I like what Kentucky can do. So do you think we're like, we're a little closer and I know we've talked about this, but uh, in college basketball to just that, that team basketball mentality, like there should be more value in those guys that have been together, like three years playing than there used to be when, I mean, I guess we still have the one and dones, but maybe they were forced to stay two years. Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, that still hasn't changed. I don't, I can't really put my finger on what's, change about college basketball like what why you haven't been why it hasn't been as big as yeah i think i think people are going to look for like the superstar guys like the the what are the draft guys that are coming in there they're the they're the guys that are going to carry the team for me it's like let's look at like the best team houston is pretty good too they yeah i enjoyed watching them last year yeah and they made a good run last year they returned some guys some transfer guys so but they've got you know good experience guys and they play really good defense as well Texas Tech is, you know, a good defensive team as well. Um, so, you know, there's always going to be a fun, fun sleeper like a San Francisco or um, I think San Francisco might be the one that I think disrupts a lot of brackets this year at, uh, you know, 24 and nine coming out of the WCC. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're a halfway decent ball club. 
we'll fire this up. Hopefully, people will get to hear it before March Madness is over. Yeah. Um. Should we, okay. Well, I like. Let's do. Let's pot on Sunday, and we'll we'll take care of. Um. That sh- that should be first round done, right? First round will be done. Yeah, and it'll be rounding out second round. Oh wait, didn't they? Did they change that? Didn't they move it to? Like for one year, are they not doing anymore? Wasn't it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday was the first round? No, no, it's Thursday, Friday, first round, Saturday, Sunday, second round. Okay, something changed. They moved the days at one point. They right. moved the days where it was like, I don't know, I think they had like that second, like was on a Monday or it was like something worse. I don't know, that could be worse. I'll look it up. I'll figure it out. And you I'll edit it, it together. Yeah, you'll, you'll chop it in. Yep. Um, all right, bro. My MVP of the week is you just getting this actual, like not broken up moment with you. And I know you've been flexible with, uh, the pot and everything, but seriously, I got to give it to you because didn't realize how much I missed you until I'm standing right next to this router. And like to be able to communicate in real time makes me not want to take it for granted. Not want to play that third song in your playlist right there. Oh, thank you, brother. That's so sweet. Um, I'm going to go, um, you know what? A turnabout's fair play. I'm going to go with you, my friend, looking to, to figure out a way by hook or by crook, making yourself available, staying up late, standing next to a router. You've got the whole the, the program. You, you, you've been finding guests left and right, um, except the last one went to bed early. But <laughs> nap no, shame, but na- nap, nap shame, sh- nap shaming. But um, but no, yeah, it's been it's been great. You, you made it work. And, and I appreciate it. I love this pod, man. I love you. And uh, you're my MVP of the week, too. Love you, brother. Um, maybe sports podcast. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, we left off one song from a band called Outcast. It's called Two Dope Mabs in a Cadillac. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Oh.